Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Give it to me. Give it to me. Oh, hello, everyone. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the podcast where we deliver sly with a wink, uh, sometimes sarcastic, but sometimes painfully earnest commentary on the state of trends, fashion, food, and things we may have noticed while we were walking the dog. Imagine my glasses fixed firmly on the end of my nose, (laughs) and I am looking over them as I deliver my things to you. Imagine an imaginary microscope with which we use to examine the universe and the the, the sometimes futile machinations that we call human life. (laughs) That's right. It is not me in my pajamas letting the dogs out in the morning thinking, huh, that's a thing. I wonder if that's a thing. Or is it? Actually, uh, we've been doing this for a long time, haven't we? We actually have. You guys, this, this podcast began as a Twitter feed. Uh, that I started in 2009. Yikes. I don't know why. I think I just wanted, to, I think maybe I like to be right about stuff. Happy 10 and, years. Wow. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's a thing is 10 years old. That's crazy. Wow, that's a little intense. That's a really long time. It's weird to think that Twitter was around and that it could be fun. Like it was back then. Oh, I remember those days. When you could just tweet about things. Yeah. yeah. Observations about things uh, that are a thing was the tagline then and, and still is. And then at some point uh, around 2013, Tom and I decided, hey, we should totally turn this into a podcast because around 2013 was the time when you turned everything into a podcast, much like today. Mm. Some That's things haven't thing changed. <laughs> that has not changed. <laughs> and this is the point where we should note that that Tom and I – both decided, somewhat surprisingly and separately, to go to Hawaii at essentially the same time. I think we might overlap by a day. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. So uh, I'm at, at in the time-space continuum in which you're hearing this, I'm back, but he's gone. But we were both going to be gone. So we are making a special episode in which yeah. we get to brag. And and honestly, I mean, we could be we could be all like sly, as we mentioned earlier, and set it up as like, let's check in on how we did. But we and particularly you did really well. We did pretty well. I'm not even gonna <laughs> lie. Like, and I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I did pretty well back in 2009 before yeah. Tom was in on this. <laughs> But so what we decided to do was look back at old episodes and some of those early, early tweets that were usually, in some cases, just a couple of words or a couple of words and a link. Eventually, I I, I wisened up about this whole internet situation and started adding links to the posts. That was a big innovation nice. on the It's a Thing Twitter feed. Um, and then it became, as you know, a podcast that went from 2013 to 2014. Then we took a four-year break like you do. Yeah. And we're back. We're back. But so with that, let's look back at hits and misses, things that we identified that were a thing, continue to be a thing, became an even bigger thing, 
and the, I'm just going to say it, rare instances in which we whiffed. Yeah. No, there's a few misses, just to keep us honest. Just a couple. There's yeah. a couple. Yeah. Or things that were like a thing for just a minute, you know? Or yeah, there's one of these that I'm like, oh, this still could. Like, it feels like it's just bubbling under. But yeah, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Some things that might be a thing any minute now. All right. Let's see. Let's uh, let's start with the congratulations. Now they always say congratulations because Post Malone is my thing. <laughs> because <laughs> I am <laughs> ridiculous. You're a sunflower. <laughs> I am. I'm a sunflower. I'm just saying that that song Better Now is like such a good breakup song. It's like a Tom Waits level breakup song. Nice. <laughs> Except way stupider and where you break up because of the benzo. Right. I mean, modernized yeah. though. Tom Waits broke up for, the, you know, the drugs and alcohol of his time. Right. Basically the benzo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, I did not put these in any particular order, but I did start with some episodes. I just made a little list mm-hmm. in our spreadsheet. So, um, I mean, in April of 2013, we identified whiskey. I've, I feel like really that wasn't already obviously a thing because it became such a thing. Such right? a thing. But I guess we were ahead of it. I don't know. I mean, I almost want to look back. I like. I wish there was a way to measure whether we were ahead of it or not. But man, well, we were at least on it, if not we ahead. We were on it because whiskey, in particular, bourbon, like mm-hmm. went on to be just a, an almost absurd thing. Like we were, you know, everybody was talking about the great bourbon shortage that could occur right. because of Brexit. Like. <laughs> I wonder, uh, like, yeah. The Japanese bourbon makers, you know, reducing production was like headline news across the world. <laughs> like, it really was. It's crazy. Millennials uh, in 2017, the New York Post resorted, uh, re- reported that millennials drink a lot of whiskey. Whiskey sales in the U.S. were up and bourbon in particular uh, was booming because it's easy to drink. And we all know millennials like things to be easy. And not you know what? There was a time when watching Mad Men with people drinking bourbon felt like, a, oh, yeah, that's a throwback. And people drinking bourbon felt like, oh, I'm being like in Mad Men. Uh, yeah, I wonder, actually. Well, yeah. and then cocktails, by the way, all of those things I said about millennials were a joke, mostly. But c- cocktail culture was definitely took on off. the upswing yeah, yeah. and took off right around then. And in fact, I think there was even, I'm doing a quick uh, search in 2009, actually, one of my early It's a Thing posts was cocktails. Like, cocktails are becoming a thing. And the culture yeah. just took over, and like whiskey and bourbon in particular. I don't know if you remember. Do you, uh, I used to, I, one year at CES, I carried around a recipe that I found on a website that I had printed out because it wasn't, this was before you could have your phone have a website on it. <laughs> uh, uh, that was the original martini, it was called the Ford Cocktail. Oh, really? And I kept trying to make bartenders in Vegas make this for me. And like a couple of them were into it, but most of them were like, I, I don't know. I, I guess I could try, right? These days, that I've seen that cocktail on menus at bars as the whole cocktail culture took off. Interesting. I, you know, in retrospect, I actually do wonder how much of it was related to Mad Men. I wonder too. Because... A little bit, a little bit for sure. I, interestingly... uh. In 2010, I tweeted that the watch my favorite show phenomenon mm. was a thing. Mm-hmm. And you could argue that Mad Men and The Wire, which was its contemporary, were those shows. Those were the those became like a sort of a new tentpole type show and the whole new thing where it was like, oh, you have to watch this show. Not like not 
like the the shows that we grew up with that everybody just yeah. watched by default, right? Because the Cosby Show was on Thursdays, and yeah. that's do just you watch what you Cheers? Watched. Well, of course I do. Right, there was none of this like, dude, you have got to watch the show. But around the time of Mad Men and The Wire, and actually the other examples I gave were Modern Family, Rescue Me, Lie to mm-hmm. Me, which I don't even know what that is anymore, and Dexter. It just became this this sort of thing to hear people go. Let me tell you about the niche that I'm in, right? Let me tell you about my water cooler show. And that just led us into this new golden age of TV situation we're in now where everybody is like, watch my show, watch my show. Mark, Mark Larkin, who ran CNET TV when we both worked there, was the one who's like, do you watch Mad Men? Yes. And I'm like, yeah, no. I, I, he's like, you really should watch Mad Men. <laughs> um, that's feel, hilarious. I feel like we're at the end of that trend. Like people are starting now to say like, you know what? I can't watch everything. It's, it's, like, it's like books. You know, sure, oh. recommend books to me. That's fine. But don't guilt me like, oh, you have to read this book. No, just we, we there are too many books to read. And TV starting to feel like that. Like, sure, recommend good TV shows for me, but don't guilt me into it. There's too many to watch. Oh, that's so interesting. You've identified a new micro thing coming out of that old thing. Right. It's the cycle. We're, right. we're, this, we're in a new cycle of that old thing. And we just have to... Um we just have to say no thank you i will say uh my 2019 new year's resolution one of them was to watch the wire and i have been and i'm on episode 10 as we're recording this because i had never watched it i don't I remember resisted. what episode 10 is so i can't say anything but i, I know love don't, the don't say a word and i but... didn't watch it when it was new either i ha- i came to it i came to it on dvd <laughs> nice i remember I wa- getting i watched the like the first couple seasons on dvd from netflix and then it was like right at the transition point where I could finish watching it on HBO Go because I had DirecTV. Oh, that's hilarious. And yeah. now you know where I watch it? Because it, it was on HBO. I mean, it must still be, but now it's on Amazon Prime. Ah, is where yeah, because well, yeah, Amazon got a bunch of HBO stuff. That makes sense. Yep. And it's like uh, remastered and stuff. Um, mm. In 2013, in one of our episodes, we talked about how kids reviewing things oh, was a wow. thing. Yeah. No, we nailed that. You <laughs> nailed, nailed that. <laughs> We crushed that so hard. I don't even remember which of us said it, Yeah, but it is amazing. I think it must have been you. Maybe because I had a kid, but they were doing like, and he's always wanted to be a YouTuber, so it's possible, but like Mm -hmm. they were doing unboxing videos of Legos. That was the the big trend at the moment. But now it's just like, uh, now now Apple is sending products to YouTubers instead of mainstream outlets. That's how big a thing that became. This kids reviewing things thing we were ahead of because it's in full swing right now. Like it's, it's on top of its curve. Somewhere there's a parallel podcast trying to be like, kids reviewing things is really a thing right now. We're like, you don't even know. (laughs) Yeah. Call us 2013 called. They want their prediction back. (laughs) We look, we warned you we were going to brag in the show. I'm just, I'm just saying. We warned you. We'll uh, get to the misses at the end. We'll finish humble. We promise. We'll finish on the misses. It's going to happen. But before that, July 2009, Backyard Chickens. Yeah, Backyard Chickens. Has that really been Boom. a thing? I feel like I, I think you're right. Is it a thing in your town? Because it was a thing in my town. Everybody has Backyard yeah, Chickens. I, I do read about them. I don't have oh, any my in my goodness. neighborhood. I think that's my thing. Oh, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up Backyard Chickens trend. I'm going to do a I quick duck, I definitely read about... People like, oh, yeah, and I, I've, oh, oh, I know what it is. Uh, I was like, something's niggling around in my head. I, I know what it is. It's my niece and nephew, my nephew and my niece-in-law who live in Australia have backyard chickens. Mm. And they're in their 20s, right? That's, and that's the people who do the backyard chickens these days. Sunset Magazine did a uh, story called Backyard Chickens. Is the trend real 
or fake? And that was, hold on, I'm getting the date. But it's funny because in 2017, there's like a, the backyard chicken trend turns deadly oh, story no. from CBS News. <laughs> it finally got its, its like local news tease. That, that, that's when you know a trend tease. has made it. Exactly. And there are a couple stories about how it was, uh, it was definitely spreading disease. I cannot figure out where the, I can't find the date on this sunset story. So mm. I'm not sure how, how long ago they were calling it a trend, but, uh, it but definitely seemed okay. to, to become a trend at a minimum until people started getting diseases from it. Yeah, <laughs> But in Oakland, it's still a thing. Everywhere. I know. All right. Are you looking at this list? Can you see it? Food yeah. with an egg on top. I, also I wanted to say this was mine, but it's from the Twitter feed. You, you were because I know I identified food with an egg on top later, but, yep. but you were on it early in 2009. Vanilla vodka. Also from 2009, which mainly is more of a like, oh, my God, flavored vodka became such a thing. That's another one like whiskey where I'm like, really? That would there was a time when that wasn't a thing. Like, it feels like that's been with us forever. But and it hasn't. Isn't that weird to think? And also just a couple more from 2009. Mazda three hatchbacks. (laughs) Dude. Yeah. Do you remember a time before Mazda three hatchbacks? It existed. Isn't that weird? We lived then. We lived then. Wet cleansing towelettes. I don't know about you, but I basically use a towelette for everything now, like to clean the toilet, to clean yeah, my glasses, you know to clean what? my electronics, and I my that face. Was like, I guess, I guess that, oh, no, every bathroom, we have two bathrooms, so I guess both, not every, yeah. both bathrooms have their own dedicated wet cleansing towelette. And then we have one in the, in the laundry room as well. Totally. I mean, I, I use them to wash my face. Like they are there for everything now. Mm-hmm. And then I want to give us a shout out because in 2013, in shades of one of the episodes we recently did where we talked right. about the neon wave, <laughs> we talked about ramen becoming a thing. Ramen was not a thing that yet, or it was just like wow, a baby is thing. Wow, that possible? Dude, we crushed that. And also fluorescent colors, which really yeah. made me laugh because I was like, oh my God. We, we were on fluorescence before they became a thing, and now we're on neon as fluorescents yep. move into neon. There's even one from around that era, 2009 or 2010 or 2011, that's pegged pants, which I would have said until like two weeks ago, nope, that's a fail. Mm-mm, they're here now. They finally pegged arrived. Pegged pants are back now. Look at us. Yeah. Look at us. Crazy. All right. All right. We've, we've been, done enough bragging. It's time to talk about our misses. <laughs> it is. I'm not sure if this is a miss, actually, but I think it must be because I don't think it rose to the level of thing. Uh Niswa's salads? Yeah, I think we thought this was really going to become the next chopped salad. Yeah. Uh, and it hasn't. It just really hasn't. It's like, like too hard to say or maybe near people miss. Don't like tuna. Near, near miss on that one. It, near miss. It had a mini moment where you started to see it everywhere, but then it didn't catch. I know, you didn't I see why. any Niswa's salad kits in, in the grocery store. Right. Oh my God, that's totally it. Yeah, it just is not enough. It's not Brooklyn enough. I don't know if it's the potatoes. I mean, those are some weird flavors like capers, potatoes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love a Niswas, but maybe that was just wishful thinking. Uh, Five toed running socks, not yeah, shoes. Yeah, not in socks. And again, didn't, didn't sputter out. I actually still see people wearing them. When I, th- I think I saw it on like Terrace House or something recently. So it's still out there, but. It's not a thing. No, that didn't become a thing. And you know what? I'm fine with that. I never, um, I never wore them. This one surprised me, having lived through the rise and abrupt fall. Rainbow looms. Those little rubber band 
looms. Oh, yeah. Those were like the biggest deal ever for one year. They were the fidget spinner of their time. They were. They totally were. (laughs) And I think there might be a difference. This like made me think about, is there a difference between a fad and a thing? Yes. Very good. I think fidget spinner is a fad, not a thing. Yeah. And Rainbow Looms was a fad. A fad is something that like burns bright and then doesn't stick around for very long. Right. thing has a little more momentum than a fad. Yeah, I don't know why, but it's meteor. I mean, and if you look at the list of things that we really nailed, like whiskey, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, White cleansing towelettes were not a fad. Those are not a fad. Those are those are like a life-changing. In fact, this is a good – I'm going to propose this to my editors at Marketplace because that's a good story. Like that is an economic story. Yeah. And I bet it's an environmental story too. Mm, what yeah, towelettes. I would think so, for sure. Yeah. Um. Uh, round about, I'm clicking the link to see when this was. Hold, please. Round about 2015, we thought that black sesame would be the new peanut butter. That's the one that's just, I feel like, could still break out. Is it coming? Because I mm. keep seeing black sesame trying really hard to be in things. To show up on, I've seen it on pizzas and, and like black sesame is really like, I'm going to make it someday. I really am. But it hasn't <laughs> done it yet. If you can make it there, you can make it. If you can make it onto a wood fired pizza in, Silver, in Culver City, you can make it anywhere. Right. Like I, it hasn't died, but it hasn't caught. That's the one I was saying. Like it's just bubbling under, but it hasn't ever broken through. Interesting. So maybe it's still in a pre thing. Yeah. Or it's just going to fade. It's hard to say. I wonder why. What is this last one? Uh, this last one is just a total whiff, and it really makes me laugh, which is uh, wore a chauffeur. I don't even remember wore a what chauffeur. that was. Sandals. Oh. Granny sandals. They were like a super duper granny sandal. And for a little while, because there was, a, there was a moment, and this is kind of back too, where it was like chunky sandals with wide-legged pants, and there were these fancy like Swedish ones called wore a chauffeurs. And I must have seen four or five women wearing them and just been like, oh God, this is a thing. Because you know what they look like is they look a little like Dansko, the Dansko clogs. And I really thought they would become a big thing and evidently not not at all. They're German. I don't know. That was just one of those random words where I was like, nope. That's the kind of thing where nope. I could see it. Like when you describe it to me now, even though I have no memory of them, <laughs> Like, I could see why you might think, like, oh, yeah, this just has all the makings. Yeah. Because yeah. you just think, like, oh, ladies in their their funny Euro sandals, like, they, they just love a Euro sandal. Now you can find them on eBay for $6. No kidding. That's funny. $6. <laughs> Definitely a miss. Well, folks, uh, we will we will keep on top of it. We will we will check back. We will swing back and do this again at some point. Uh, but I hope you enjoyed this. And uh, again, we are pre-taping, so we apologize if anybody else has jumped in the pool in the last couple of weeks. But shout out to Chaz Watson and Mike Akins, who are at our it's a shout it's your shout out level at patreon.com slash it's a thing. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Um, and thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash it's a thing. It means so much to us. Uh, and it inspires us to make sure that we have episodes for you every week and that we take photos of things. And hopefully we're going to be back next week with like a bunch of Hawaii things yeah. and oh, yeah, slideshows, sure. which is going to be awesome. Um, and email us. Tell us your things. Feedback at it's a thing dot me. 
Tweet us your things. Tweet at It's a Thing if you want to. Otherwise, uh, at Molly Wood or at It's Ace Detect. Um, we want to get some more of your things on the show because I, looking back through the Twitter feed, there were a lot of good things that came from you guys too. Yeah, keep them coming, folks. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll see you next week. Yay, see you soon. Bye. Go Super Bowl teams. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.